after the thermal imaging thing, they move on to these kids that ha- are blindfolded and can read and see colors. Now, that was interesting to me. But at the same time, I'm a huge skeptic because how is this kid reading an entire book? Hello and welcome to The Emotional Compass. This is Bodhi. And Abiel. Hey, brother. How's it going? It's amazing to be alive in these moments. When I feel like a superhuman. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're talking about this documentary that both Abiel and I saw. It's called Superhuman. And uh, I think we watched it because one of your heroes, Tom Campbell, um, the creator of the Big Toe Theory, was featured in it. And so we were like, all right, we got to watch this documentary. And so we did. and. I think we both have opinions about it. I know you have some things to say. I have some very strong opinions about it, but I'll let you go first. So the reason why I wanted to watch this Superhumans, like Bodhi said, is because of Tom Campbell. I've been a big fan of his work. I was introduced to my Big Toe Theory a while back now, and I've gone through all the material. But the reason why I got introduced to Tom Campbell's work was because in the early 2000s, I was introduced to hemisync. And if any of you don't know what hemisync is, basically hemispherical syncing, they'll send a, a flat tune to your left ear and a, and a slightly off-pitched flat tune to your right ear, and then your mind will perceive an oscillation. So all these oscillations are, are uh, measured through frequencies or how often they oscillate. And anything above 140 oscillations will create or induce trance. But the coolest thing is that your brain will auto- automatically sink into whatever oscillation or frequency you're listening to. And this has been used um, in different cultures and the First Nation people through uh, drumming to to get in contact with higher consciousness through through these beats. So they're called binomial beats and Hemisync introduced that. And at the time, I wasn't as versed in meditation as I am now. And it was very hard for me to stay awake through these recordings. But I can recall how through the videos or through the audio books on HemiSync, there are a lot of different exercises that you could do that would allow you to do some remote viewing or um, remote healing and these other things that at the time felt fictitious and didn't really feel real. It felt like I was in a dream. But there was a lot of proof that I was able to research and I experienced myself that made the disbeliever in me have some doubts, like this could be true. So because of that, when the movie came out and Tom Campbell was in there and I saw the preview talking about remote viewing, I was like, I got to check it out because I've gone through this, I've experienced this and I feel like it doesn't, it feels right, 
but my logical mind says, oh, this is BS. So I'm a big skeptic, but yet I'm still a huge believer. There's a part of me that roots for this film 100%. And there's a part of me that says, man, you could have done a better job at, you know, saying the message. So the video itself starts off with remote viewing. And no, it actually doesn't. Do you remember what it starts off with, Bodhi? Um, yeah, it, it does start off with uh, remote viewing because that's the first experiment that they do where she's walking through this uh, playground and the other woman has to guess or, you know, remote view to see what she saw, basically. Correct. So it does start with remote viewing. But what was interesting in the film that I really liked was that all these governmental agencies have been using systems of remote viewing to spy on one another, like China and I believe Russia, the United States, the CIA for sure. And um, at one point, uh, I think it was, I, I forget which president defunded actually a a project where they were using different bunkers to store their weapons of mass destruction because the team could always figure out which bunker the weapon was located. So I, I think it was fascinating the fact that they defunded a, a, a project because of remote viewing. And what's more fascinating is not the fact that they can remote view it, it's the fact that it hasn't come to light even though all these things have been exposed. So for me, the remote viewing was cool, but the the proof in the pudding to me is the government defunding these these projects because of remote viewing. Well, that we know of. We're not certain that they actually got defunded because they talked about MK Ultra. I mean, they touched about MK Ultra. MK Ultra. And if you guys have ever watched Jason Bourne, you've probably heard of MKUltra, uh, this program where they had all these kids and they experimented on these kids to make super soldiers and whatnot. But, I mean, that's completely a whole different ballgame. But remote viewing, they also take a lot of kids and put them through this program. Let's, let's first define what remote viewing is, you know. Remote viewing is essentially taking your consciousness to a particular location to see what's happening there, basically, right? Correct. And so they talked about CIA having this program and like Abiel said, you know, that they were trying to discover locations of weapons of mass destruction and over and over again, they were able to pinpoint these locations and who knows what else they use this program for. Supposedly, they have defunded it. We don't know that for sure. Um, I mean, that's what they have to say, right? Out in the open that this program has been defunded. But so, so has MKUltra been defunded. But we don't know what sinister plans are happening in the government. And I don't want to speculate either. It wasn't, it wasn't the remote viewing program that got defunded. It was the hiding of the weapons in different bunkers because they were able to pinpoint these weapons. No, the, he did say that they disbanded the program and they haven't really released their findings. That's what he said in the interview. Um, yes. 
And uh, so one of the experiments that they conduct is they take this, uh, uh, you know, this ran- I don't want to say a random woman, obviously like this woman that was invited into the documentary, she's an actress and um, they gave her, you know, uh, some basic lessons on how to perform remote viewing. She goes through the training. They don't reveal what that training is like. And then they put her through the paces. Like the the host of the show, she goes off into a playground somewhere and uh, the actor, she has to basically describe what the host is seeing at the playground. Correct. And and basically, I don't. I think the reason why they didn't divulge the process of remote viewing is because it's very simple. Um, you basically put yourself in a meditative state, then you're going to go ahead and put your intention to to either view what that person's viewing or go from a third third perspective, like a bird watching upon it. And it's so simple that I feel like if they would have put that on the video, it would have made this even less credible. (laughs) I guess so. I don't know. But what they end up showing is that she actually guessed a lot of the things that the host of the show was seeing at the playground. Like at one point she was like holding on to these like black bars and she's like, I can feel her holding on to something. And then she's like, Oh, let me write Starbucks here. I don't know why I can like, you know, see something hot liquid. And then when they actually got to the playground, she's like, Oh yeah, I actually went to Starbucks and she wasn't supposed to go to Starbucks, but she ended up going to Starbucks. And uh, so it seems like she got a lot of the things right as to what the host of the show experienced uh, just to prove that remote viewing is a possibility. And it actually, you know, like when you use the power of your subconscious mind, you're capable of doing things that are extraordinary that we don't do on a daily basis. And I believe you've had firsthand experience with remote viewing. Yeah, I've actually experienced it. Once again, it, it didn't really feel real. It felt like I was making up more than 90% of it. But it was really interesting on how it transpired. And I felt like going through the book and going through the, the processes was really, really interesting. But I think the most important thing is whatever you, you persistently practice, you get good at. And I don't think I practiced it enough, but I had enough of an experience to become a a skeptic of whether or not it works or not. Um, The other part of the the video that they were talking about was um, the sounds of the cells and the ability to change it with consciousness. Is that correct? You mean the the part where they were affecting a machine with their mind? Oh, that was the actress affecting the machine with the mind. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Is, is that, that what you're talking about? What were you talking about? No, I was talking about how they were measuring the sounds of the cells as the, the, the cells that were alive would make a frequency or a sound. And then uh, once they died, they would stop making that sound. Do you remember that? No, I don't. 
Okay. That was really interesting as well. It's like everything is, has a vibration. Everything is, is flowing with nature and our ability to ma- manipulate or change uh, that biology with our consciousness is something that they were also showing. So we've covered some of this video and I think for me personally, the, the video was, was good. I think they could have done a little better job at going deeper. I felt like it was superficial. Um, I liked it because I feel like it exposes a lot of, a lot of the audience out there that are not aware of all these things that are beyond what we believe are limitations and it brings it to light. But I just wanted to hear your take on it because I know that you're having problems with it and calling it weak saws and this is trash. Just kidding. And well, I, just I didn't say it was, I didn't know. No, no, you didn't. You did not. I want to clear that out. But he did not say it was trash. That was me making fun of the, the fact that he said it was a little weak sauce, which is funny. I definitely think it was weak sauce because I feel like the meat of this whole documentary was the remote viewing and everything else that they put in the documentary was just filler. Basically they, they filled it up with like hooking up the host to a electromagnetic uh, machine and then producing sounds or colors based on the brain waves. But yeah, I mean the brain has electromagnetic activity so you can measure that and you can convert that into whatever you want. That's nothing new. You know, it's like, I don't know what they were trying to prove there or the fact that they, made these people sit on a chair and then get up from the chair and did thermal imaging. I'm like, yeah, the body transfers heat. Like, wow. Like, tell me something I don't know. What the hell are you guys trying to do over here? It's agonizing. <laughs> I totally agree with the thermal imaging. I, I was very confused. I'm like, okay, you're going to see the image on the chair because your body temperature warmed up the chair by three or four degrees and the camera picks it up. It's like, Okay. It's like, yeah, big deal. Wow. Like, and you call that superhuman? It's just like, this is, this is not a message. And then after the thermal imaging thing, they move on to these kids that are blindfolded and can read and see colors. Now, that was interesting to me. But at the same time, I'm a huge skeptic because how is this kid reading an entire book with a blindfold on? I don't know. He was really cute and he had a great accent. (laughs) 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 No, but, but my question here is, did he ever read that book before? I know. Did, did he ever read this book before? And and the lady that had to use the huge magnifying glass to read the can't I maybe I should do more research on it and see if I can use my consciousness to read stuff without looking at it. Because I think that would be the proof. I had a hard time with it. I was very like intrigued by it as well. But them going around in circles and playing with one another and guessing who was in front of them, I was like, that's wild. And the kid playing ping pong blindfolded too. I'm like, come on. That was crazy. That was insane. Yeah, they had so many things. And then they went, they touched upon the vibration of things. Like people, I think this was a place in Utah 
that says everything has a vibration and you can actually tell things by their vibration. So this woman had a blindfold on and she could tell the cards, the different cards with the blindfold on. Basically, she was sensing the vibration or they gave her all this money in front of her and she could, you know, put together the exact change based on the vibration. Yeah. Um, just take all the money. Like, why are you? <laughs> I think the only problem I do have is if by any chance, because I did grow up with my best friend doing magic. And a lot of the things that he did were part of what's called mentalism, which we're not going to get into. But if if it was part of a magic trick or mentalism, which they also do that, they read cards, then it would really do damage to the message that they were trying to do to begin with. That's my only qualm. But once again, I don't have enough experience with reading with a blindfold to determine whether this could be done or not. I honestly would love to be a guinea pig to see how far this is possible and what is the mechanics behind this. Don't get me wrong. Like I truly believe in the power of the mind and our capabilities to do things that are beyond our normal everyday existence. Like for example, I have heard stories like you've had experience with pranic healing. So of high, it's just a modality of healing, just like Reiki and, you know, with pranic healing, I've received, distance healing like my friends all the way up in Virginia and he's healed me all the way down in Florida and I felt it it's visceral like it's physiological or I've heard a story of this guy where he was in a trance state and his friend came to him saying like hey I'm in the hospital I have cancer and you need to help me and you know, this person was performing psychic surgery. That's what he called it. Never heard of that term before in my life. And once he, because he was up in the mountains somewhere, he came down from the mountains two days later, only to find out it was true. The friends in the hospital has cancer and is now in remission. I've heard stories like that. How far do I believe it? I mean, I knew the guy firsthand. I do believe him. But you you hear of supernatural things all the time, especially when it comes to things like remote healing or distance healing. And I wish they would have delved a little more into those kinds of modalities if they wanted to show superhuman abilities. I mean, what about psychics? I mean, that in itself is superhuman ability. They could have expanded so much more on the capability of our consciousness and our human mind that I felt like it really felt short. Yeah, you got, you got some valid points. I feel like it was, you're in post-grad and they were going through like maybe middle school stuff. So I think I like the fact and I like the direction and the intention that the video is taking. I felt I felt like it wasn't deep enough, but it was a good introduction. Yeah, I guess if you're curious, if you're really curious to understand the capabilities of the human mind, it's a great primer. But 
the name superhuman is a misnomer because nothing in there that they're touching upon shows you the capability of us being superhuman. Maybe this, the remote uh, viewing and possibly seeing without the blindfolds on, which is interesting because we talked about Dr. Huberman last week and him talking about how the eyes are really the brain. It's just the brain that got pushed out of your eye sockets. And it's not that it's like, these are visual connectors that are connected to our brains. And I've even read about experiments a long time ago where they said, you know, the eyeballs aren't the only way we can see. They actually hooked up. I can't, ima- I can't remember what exactly they hooked up, but they hooked up something to the, the tongue and the person could see, basically. And so, you know, I mean, what were they trying to prove there? I have no idea. I think they were just trying to prove that awareness and consciousness itself has more than we could perceive and that if we apply these concepts, then we too could go beyond our physical awareness, I guess. But I thought the kids running around blindfolded was super cute. So there you have it. If you want to watch kids running around with a blindfold, go watch Superhuman, the documentary. (laughs) And playing ping pong, blindfolded. (laughs) And a lady making change. I mean, we kid, but I guess they did have a good message where they were trying to tap into the power of the mind and the subconscious and all the things that we can do with it. So if you want to see the capabilities of people that are doing extraordinary things, Go watch the documentary. There's more than just that. A lady changes the pH level of water, and we didn't do it justice with this review. It has a lot more than we just talked about, but we just wanted to talk about the gist of it, and I think we did that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean... Yeah, if you're curious, definitely watch the documentary. If not, I'll save you two hours of your life. (laughs) Anything else you want to touch upon? This is going to be a short episode because we watched this documentary and we really wanted to talk about it. I mean, I definitely did because I was a little annoyed because they didn't go deep enough. And (laughs) Abiel was like, it's okay. They touched upon a few things. It's good. It's a good primer. Uh, You rented it, right? I did four ninety nine five dollars. I'm never getting back. <laughs> but you bought it. Yeah, now I have that for the rest of my life, accessible Sucker. through uh, YouTube. No, it's it's going to the right cause. Good for you, lady. You got my ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. And that's it for us. The emotional compass.